from the Kramer Basketball Headquarters in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. You are listening to the Coach's Edge podcast, powered by Coach. Here is your host, Steve Kramer. Five tips for dynamite, team building and communication exercises. This is the Coach's Edge podcast. I'm your host, Steve Kramer. Thank you for listening. And in the past two weekends, I flew up to my home state of Michigan and we ran different basketball clinics, some players clinics before the season kicks off. And the first time that we've ran a couple coaches clinics. And so in total, we had, I think, over 20 coaches attend each of our sessions. And at the beginning of each session, we ran some communication and team building exercises. Then we dug into the basketball side of things regarding strategy, drills, you know, zone offense. We had some great speakers. Our first weekend, we had Coach Anthony Troshak. He broke down two, three zone offense tips. Varsity coach for Charlevoix up in Northern Michigan. Coach Campbell, Cross Lex, talked about pressure defense, some of the drills that he uses to build that up. I spoke on some of the high-intensity drills for player development that we can use, just fast-paced individual skill builders offensively and defensively. And then Mike Masucci came in um, out of the Royal Oak area, and he talked about some of his uh, favorite drills, passing, spacing, things like that. And then the next weekend, we were at another school, Unionville Seabling Schools, and that went really well. And again, we started the first half hour with team building and communication exercises. And then the next two and a half hours, we had these, these were many clinics, three hours. Then we broke down into the basketball uh, area. We had Jay Green out of Kingston, girls basketball, talked about some of his favorite offensive and defensive drills he uses with his team. Joe Jacobs talked about some of the scouting and specials that he uses with the Frankenmuth girls basketball program. Coach Craig Archer, SC4, was our keynote speaker, and he talked uh, a lot about ball screens and kind of European offensive style, really going five out to four out. Um, really great stuff that we have with our speakers. I shared some of the same drills and some new ones as well. But each exercise, or each clinic, I should say, we started out with communication and team building. And I want to share with you the five things that make these exercises so valuable. I'll share some of the exercises that we did and the five keys. So when we started out the clinic, a little bit different, we had all the coaches come out, right? So that's number one. If you want to have a great team activity, it involves physical activity. Now, this does not have to be strenuous, but it involves some type of physical activity. So for the first one, we had all the coaches get in a circle and they had to pass and catch a tennis ball to one another, call one another's names. And so one person is, is the leader. They start with a tennis ball. It needs to come back to them to so say, we got 21 people in a circle. They need to call the person's name. They toss the name out to the person, that person tosses to the next person, next person, so on and so forth. And we time it and see how, long it takes them to get the ball back to the person that started and can't drop the ball. And if you drop the ball, you have to start over. You're calling each other's name. So they get the hang of that. And then say, okay, we're going to add a second ball. So there's two balls going at the same time. 
Now we'll add a third one, but the third one might not be a ball or it'd be a, a different kind of shape of ball. So it's a little bit, little bit harder. And after each exercise, you ask the group, how can we improve this for the next one? And then they'll share some ideas. So some of the coaches say, hey, if we make our circle smaller, that's going to allow these passes to be easier to catch. It's going to go faster if you make the, the circle smaller. Um, the timing of how we throw the balls, right? So the balls aren't hitting one another. They're easier to catch. So instead of throwing, say, two at the same time, you throw one at a time, you wait till the next one's tossed, then you throw the next one. There's a series to it, right? And so after each one, what can we do better? Which gets into the overarching concept, which would be number two, it involves communication and we overemphasize communication. So if you're doing a team building activity and take, take some notes on this, write these five things down because you're going to be able to create almost any team building activity out of these five key characteristics is going to be good. It's going to be fun, right? So it involves a physical activity Two, communication is overemphasized. In fact, you might do it the first time without any communication at all, just to show uh, your players how difficult it is if you're not communicating well and then you add the communication to it and then the third thing that's key is it's a team component you're not bringing all the coaches or players out onto the, the court you're giving them a task and then they're trying to beat everybody else themselves you know, we had a, a large group for our second coaches clinic so we had them divided into two groups of around 15 20 people and they had to perform that tennis ball drill. And so now they were working to beat their own best time, but there was also another team doing that at the same time on the other side of the gym. And they're trying to beat their score of when they can finish tossing these tennis balls around the circle. There's a team component to it. That's number three. The fourth one, there's a problem solving component. There's a problem solving component. So another exercise that we did was you might call it a mousetrap maze, okay? And so you get, you put all the coaches outside of the three-point line. You had two people volunteer. One person was going to be blindfolded. They're going to be on the baseline. Other person is going to be their, their partner, and they're going to stand at the foul line. And in the paint, you have set live mousetraps, live mousetraps. And we set up, I think, about 50 mousetraps in the paint. We set them out. We scattered them around. We set one of our coaches out there. We put a blindfold on them. And then we had the partner communicate to that coach, go left, go right, go forward, go to the side, turn your body. And they had to work their coach through the maze without stepping on a mousetrap. And so you see how fast you can do this. Can you do it without making a mistake, right? And then you say, okay, you did that well, but now let's make this a little more realistic to real life. You have your coach who's going to try to talk you through the baseline to the foul line of making your way through all these mousetraps without stepping on one. And all the other coaches around the three-point line are going to start yelling, making noise, telling you the wrong directions. And now you have to really lock in and listen to that one voice. Do it again. Again, they're blindfolded. It's obviously much more difficult as you can imagine. 
And so that's when we're able to relay this message in our clinic to our coaches, but we'll do the same thing with players and talk about how, when you're in life, when you come to practice, when you're in class, there's so many things being thrown at you, right? You're trying to work your way through a mousetrap maze. There's one person telling you what you should do. And then there's 20 people telling you what you shouldn't do. That sounds like life. That sounds like social media. That sounds like all the baggage that kids can bring in to a basketball practice. Something happened at home. Something happened at school. Something happened in a relationship. Somebody's sick, right? There's so many different things that kids are bringing in to a given basketball practice, a given day, and us as coaches as well. And so it's important for us to be able to understand that. And it's a good exercise for us to be able to show that, right? That mousetrap maze, that game that we play, can you get through that maze without stepping on a mousetrap? Can you do it even when other people are trying to bombard you with the wrong types of information? Can you still try to lock in on what the true coach, the true information really is? And that is a real challenge for all of us, isn't it? Okay. And then the fourth one, and we've touched on it already, there's a competition component. So you're going for time, you're going for score, you're trying to beat another team, whatever that might be. When you're doing communication and team building activities, competition. Even more so when you're working with athletes like we are as, as basketball coaches, incorporate competition. So number one, physical activity. Two, we're overemphasizing communication. Three, there's a team component to what we're trying to do. We're not doing it individually. We're doing it together. Four, there's problem solving involved. We're working as a team. We're communicating with one another. How can we solve any given problem? How can we toss these tennis balls around the circle faster? How can we do a better job of working our way through this mousetrap maze without stepping on a mousetrap? And then five, there's some type of competition, right? We're striving to be better. We can measure that. We can measure that with a time, a score, a race, whatever those things might be. So our, our clinics were awesome. And those were some of the highlights. We had Misty Kramer, my mom, she does different team building, some consulting with different programs, schools, churches, you know, real estate groups, things like that. And so she came in and we were actually going to do this interview with her. And then she got sick. My dad filled in for her because uh, he knows some of these exercises for our second coaches clinic. And I was like, I, I still wanted to share some of the awesome stuff because as great as our speakers were, it all comes back to the kids. It all comes back to the kids. Basketball, it's beyond X's and O's. It's beyond how great your jump shot is. It's beyond how suffocating your defense is. You got into coaching because you love basketball and you love people. And that's how you want to be involved. That's how you want to contribute, right? And so what better way for us to keep that in the forefront of our mind is we're in the beginning of basketball season. Incorporate some of these team building activities with your program. They're going to have fun. They're going to build some stronger relationships. 
and they're going to understand that, boy, coach really cares about me. Beyond us winning games, like trying to walk through some mousetraps, that's not helping my jump shot. But he, he or she cares about me. That's huge. And when you finish basketball season, that might be one of the things that they remember most. Think about that. Of all the basketball practices and all the basketball games that you're going to have, doing some team building and communication exercises when they finish, that might be one of the activities that they remember most throughout the course of, of the year. Big time impact that we can make and a ton of translation to the things that they're going to be doing once their basketball career finishes. So big shout out to, to Misty Kramer, Todd Kramer, Imagine 320, and some of the great wisdom and really the start to our coaches clinics. Our coaches clinics were awesome. This is something we're going to do again. I've already been asked to do one down in South Carolina next year. Uh, so keep thinking about that next October. And as you're working with your team, continue to think about how can we come back and make this fun, right? They're playing basketball because they enjoy it. And basketball itself is always going to be fun. Nothing is always fun, right? But to incorporate some of these team building activities throughout the course of the season can go a really long way, not just in the beginning of the year. Sprinkle some of these in. You know, some of those dog days in, in January, February, have some fun team building activities. If you need some more ideas, reach out to me. Let me know. Contact at KramerBasketball.com. I'd be happy to share with you uh, some more things that you can do with your program uh, to help improve your com uh, communication and how you improve your team throughout the course of the year. Thanks for listening to the Coach's Edge podcast. Get after it today.